Yo, yo, yo! You're listening to another episode of the Wednesday Night Podcast, and you're listening to me, your host, Chelly Motherfucking Chainsaw. Today is fucking Wednesday! And it is Wednesday, October. No, this is not October. What am I saying? It's Wednesday, November 13th. And we are going to get lit tonight, okay? We're going to go downtown to the local tavern. We're going to get dollar beers on the tap from the pub. And we're going to get crunk, okay? We're going to do karaoke. Because that's what we do. This That's what this podcast is about. That's why it's called the Wednesday Night Podcast. It's the podcast for people who party on Wednesday. Because that's what we do. It's just that you know who you are. <laughs> I'm going to see you there at the taver- tavern later. We're going to be there getting crunk. Uh, right now, I am currently... What am I doing? I just cooked dinner. I love cooking. Uh, My favorite thing to cook is curry. So I just made curry and rice. And I actually haven't had any. I'm waiting for the hubby to come back to eat it. Um, He's at work. I know, such a gender role thing right now where I'm doing art and (laughs) cooking and staying home with the cat. Um, And he's working. No, no, no. He's, um, we both do the same kind of work, actually, which is funny. We both are contractors in different ways. And so I get to stay home a lot because I do my work on my computer and I fucking love it. Oh my God. Like if there was anything I love about the turn of the century, you know, to the year 2000 is that I could, I grew up get with the option to work from home and yay, I'm going to do it. I'm fucking doing it. All right. Um, it's not for everybody. Oh my God. Like I did have a huge headache when I woke up today cause I was staring at a screen for the last two days straight on my computer screen and my phone screen. And it's just, it's kind of getting to me. I'm going to have to get like those blue light covers or blue light glasses, something I got to get something cause blue light. If you don't know blue light, I'm going to look up the correct definition. It's this light that is emitted from your electronic devices it could be even just the little power button could be blue and it just always glows on your tv and this blue light actually causes eye strain let me read let me read this i typed in blue light on google and this is the first thing that came up Current academic and medical consensus suggests that there are no known health effects of day-to-day exposure to blue light, and it's not regarded as a cause of eye disease, eye strain, or disruptions to circadian rhythm as distinct from any other frequency band of visible light. Wow, that just fucked up my whole... That just fucked up everything I thought I knew about blue light. Hold the fuck up. So then why are people saying it's bad? But, like, I totally had a headache. At the end of the day... It is light, and the fact is you're staring into bright light in, like, not an equally as bright room, so it is an eye strain in itself. Um, I find I get that freaking eye strain if I'm driving at night and I'm looking at my GPS, and, you know, you don't have that brightness all the way down. My eyes, I barely can see past my windshield because uh, it's just too glowy. Let Let me see if there's another source here. 
What is blue light? Here's a summary from Wikipedia. Current academic and medical consensus suggest- She's saying the same exact thing. I didn't want to hear that. Anyways, screw her. Um, yeah, guys, so I'm here. It's the 13th. Uh, Monday was Veterans Day. And that was kind of cool because all sorts of these restaurants, buffets, breakfast places, gas stations are giving away free food, free meals, free entry, free everything you could think of to people who are veterans and um, veterans only. And it was freaking awesome to be able to just, you know, take my veteran around and get free stuff for him. Um, But, you know, it shouldn't just be that. There should be way more. There should be like way, way more. Like we should be hearing about every Veterans Day you know, food drives, not just dinner. Like there should be like a full week of veterans getting health care, dental, all sorts of stuff that they don't get. Um, either because they they lost their ven- benefits, they they didn't get benefits, they don't have health care. So it's so crazy um, how some people can be screwed over by the government, and it it really is not their fault. It is the public school system that f them over. Because not a lot of people do secondary research. You just have to Google things. And a lot of people don't even have that um, forethought to Google something. Uh, Especially people not from my generation. Veterans from before. uh, Well before. 50 years ago. You know. So these people would expect a human to talk to them and educate them. Whereas now we are looking into a computer screen and getting every kind of information we could possibly need to, to know and more. <clears throat> so I haven't been posting. Let's see. I've skipped. It looks like I've skipped three full weeks of podcasting. And I had to do it because... I kind of just didn't have the energy. Um, I, I've i actually, since October, been partying incessantly, and it's kind of crazy. Um, when was the last podcast? Let me pull that up really quick. My last podcast, I said the 16th? Right, the 16th. That weekend, I went on a bender. I mean, that weekend I celebrated birthdays. I went to Dave's Halloween party. Like I love going, I love October because every weekend I'm guaranteed a party uh, because of these Halloween parties. And this year, oh, thank God, like they did it um, on different weekends. It's like they kind of realized like, okay, let's kind of diversify. Like they don't even know each other. My friends don't know each other, but they all have these legendary parties. And, um, I don't know how to, what, what makes them legendary? Um, the things that happen, the, the costumes, the, oh, that's my cat in the background. Um, so many things about it make it legendary. Dave's in particular was a party that I remember because it was my first party with, um, 20 somethings. I was the 19 year old at the party when I had gotten there the first time I went and everybody was like almost 30 and I was it was my first kind of like hey here's a new crowd of like older people 
and they're mature. So no one's vomiting, no one's fighting, no one's interested in fighting. Nobody came here to rob somebody. And not only that, like the cops will not come. Like the cops will not show up at all, <laughs> at all. Like they will not. And uh, that's what really makes it amazing. Um, I, I actually used to go by myself. I used to party a lot by myself from like 18 to even now sometimes I party by myself. But I stopped partying. 18 to 23, I would party by myself. I didn't care where it was. I'm a very cautious person. So I was very cautious too and selective. But I love to go by myself and just be a loner. I didn't care if I sat in a corner and drank and, and or played beer pong with a stranger and whooped his ass or matter of fact that's usually what happens i i whoop somebody's ass like i'm the unsuspected person in the corner somebody asked me to play and then i whoop ass and i'm like see this is this is why i was just trying to sit in the corner like i didn't want to con like control the table i didn't want to be dominating and crushing people's hopes and dreams other boys' hopes and dreams um one time in particular that i just will always remember the, um, from Dave's party and it's not even that legendary but it's just this it just sticks in my mind because it was so funny my I brought two friends um I brought my fr my husband who was my just my friend at the time and I brought another friend who's no longer my friend anymore I'm not gonna say her name because it is not worth the extra drama but I will tell this story because it is freaking hilarious so so we're in the party it's a good party there's so much food this year that year they had like a huge spread like or original it was like a potluck style I guess it had a homemade original nacho dip in a crock pot and like endless chips and endless like chicken wings like it was just awesome i love mature parties like i actually like going to the older parties because they have real food and real options for drinks not just one bottle of hennessy being passed around 35 people it was like always a wealth of alcohol food water like the bathroom's clean like it's just awesome so anyways so i bring my friend and i bring both of them um, I bring the girl, I brought her because she, um, she asked me what, you know, was going on, if I had any plans and she wanted me to hang out with her. And I told her, you know, I already had a plan. I was going to this Halloween party with my husband, uh, who was my, just my friend at the time. I said, I'm going with him. And she was like, okay, uh, can I come? I mean, I want to see what he's like when he's drunk, you know, and actually funny thing is this girl, I guess, had a crush on him or something. I'm not sure. That's a different story <laughs> that I guess I'll have to bring him on to talk about because it's really kind of creepy. He's he feels like he used to be sexually harassed. But anyways, anyways, so she wanted to come. So she's came. She didn't sexually harass him at the party. You know, she really didn't do that in my in front of me, at least. Um, she was just kind of, you know, wild. She's a wild girl. Like she really wants to have fun and she doesn't care about people, uh, about what other people think. So, you know, she'll try anything once or whatever. 
And so they were uh, outside in the backyard throwing axes. And that's, you know, that's what you do at Dave's party. You throw axes and you chop wood and then you sit at the bonfire. Or, you know, you go out there to socialize and smoke. So people were smoking uh, weed, right? They're smoking every kind and every form imaginable. Flower, joints, blunts. And Dave brought out shatter and, and dabs and a rig and a torch. <clears throat> I, <laughs> I, I've done those before and I don't really try to do like more than two hits of a bong with dabs because a bong pulls so much smoke and dabs is like, dabs is just like too powerful like if you hit it too much too hard you could vomit you could be you could shit yourself your stomach gets upset like you just really got to know what you're doing and I knew what I was doing because I have a medical marijuana card and uh, certification so I actually was educated properly by my doctors um, and, and I love that about them they taught me more than I ever knew so Dave brings out the shatter and she looks at it and she's like, is that meth? She, mm, she asked if it was meth. I, I mean, I've only seen the meth in Breaking Bad. So I actually don't really, I mean, and I guess I've seen like whatever's on, you know, America's Most Wanted pictures or whatever they're doing on those crime shows. But I really don't know. Uh, why would it be like yellow or dark brown? Like I have no clue. So... <laughs> So she asked and we're like, uh, no. And so, um, I show, uh, I take a hit and then she's like, Ooh, I want to try this weed. Like I want to try it. And I was like, okay, but I want you to know, like you got to take it very easy. Like you should not hit it like a normal bong hit. You got to take like half the bong hit. This is your first time hitting a dab. You know, do you understand why they call it a dab? Like, you're going to be in your arm coughing for a minute if you try to hold it in, if you try to do this. Like, it's not normal flower. And then she she says to me, uh, Chelsea, I've smoked weed before. I know how to smoke weed and hit a bong. And yes, this is exactly how she talks. And funny thing is, she hit that shit. Um, and yeah, she did cough. She hit it, but she held it in, and I begged her not to. And she she started coughing. She coughed for 15 minutes, and eventually we got you know we're getting lit and lit and litlier. And I just you know the coughing for me was background music at that point. I just wasn't even paying attention. Like she literally had just been coughing. Like she doesn't have asthma, but she just went off. And so, and me, I didn't even cough. So she thought it was easy. Like I really, really made it look easy, and I I warned her. So next thing you know, she's like uh, standing there and we're actually all outside um, talking, throwing axes. Like we're, we're playing around with, you know, toys and sabers and all sorts of swords and uh, lightsabers, all sorts of things. We're just chilling in costumes. And I see her just kind of say behind me, she, I turn, I hear her say something. I turn around and she says, I'm going to sit down inside. And so she goes and sits down and I'm like, I just let her go. I don't care. I'm, you know, she's adult. She's, she's a grown woman. She's actually, um, like 26 at the time. And I think I was, I was either 20, 
23 or 22, something like that. And <clears throat> she, um, I just remember, I, I look over to my husband, I said, yo, I don't think she's okay. Like she just went to sit down, look at her. And so we both look through the, the sliding uh, patio door and we see her sitting down in slow motion eating uh, those nachos, slow motion eating. And he just, you know, he goes, you know, he's laughing and he's like, yeah, you tried to tell her. And I was like, yeah, I don't know why people don't hear me out when I, I warn them, especially with new, new things they've never done. And we just laugh and go back to talking. And, and something in me, you know, inside me started getting a little more worried because she was slow-mo eating. Slow motion is like really sad. Like she, when you see somebody who just went too far, went too hard in the weed and they just start moving in slow motion, you get concerned, especially when nobody else is like that in the whole place. Like nobody else is feeling like that at all. So I turned around, just something in me made me turn around and she's got the plate with the nachos in her hand. She's still eating it. I just turn around. She's sitting there watching the TV and then she just vomits the entire nachos back onto the plate. It looked, the cheese looked the same coming out as it did going in. Mind you, this girl probably didn't even drink one full beer. Um... So I'm flabbergasted. I literally sprint over to her, bu bust in the patio door, go in there, and, and I actually grab hella napkins, hella shit. And crazy thing is, she was so stuck, I don't even think she realized she vomited. And then we were just like, yeah, we gotta go. <clears throat> so we left early, and I was sad about that. Um, but I had fun. And... Um, we had probably been there for like two and a half hours, but we show, I always show up late to parties. That's just how I do it. That's what you're supposed to do. You, you, you arrive at the peak party. You don't want to be too early when, yeah, like, cause if you go, like, if you, sh if you arrive at the party at nine, it starts at nine, you know, you're going to be tired by midnight. I don't want to be tired. So I usually show up at midnight and then I leave it at two or, or I'll show up at 11, something like that. You know, I only, I only plan to stay out three hours anyways for after the fourth hour I'm pushing it so <clears throat> so yeah so I was really concerned for her I took her home I made sure she got it all out of her system drank some water wash her mouth out and she actually ended up spilling some off the plate and putting it and it was on on this chair and I was so upset and I had to clean the chair I went I got all sorts of wipes all sorts of stuff I was so freaked out and um I um I told, I went back and I told Dave, I said, Dave, um, I, you know, we're leaving, like my, my friend just vomited and, and I am so, 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 so sorry. And the funny thing is that was so long ago, but every time I now go back to his party, he's like, yeah, where's your friend who vomited on my grandma's chair? And you know, this is also why I party by myself because now I will never live down the fact that she vomited on his dead grandma's chair. Like, that is horrible. I And I cleaned it off. Like, I pretty much am responsible for the people I bring out with me. And people don't, they can't hang. And and I didn't know that people can't hang. Pe I, I guess 
I mean, I guess I'm a pro. Like, I don't drink every day. I really don't even drink on Wednesdays. I go out. I do karaoke. I watch other people have fun. And I drink my Coca-Cola, my water. And I just work with it. Like, especially if I'm not, you know, if I'm not feeling well, I haven't had dinner. I'm not going to drink. I don't drink on empty. Like, I do. I have a, a rhythm. I get in a rhythm of feeling a vibe. And if it's not my vibe, I dip off. Like, I don't have to stay. And my thing is, like, more people just need to stand up and say, like, yeah, I don't really want to be here. Like, can we go home? Like, I'll go. Like, we can go. Like, it's not even a shame to do that. You are your own person. Also, you should have drove your goddamn self. On the other hand, um, yeah, um, my husband had fun. And he actually ended up coming with with me to the party more and more and more. And, yeah, it was freaking awesome to bring him because he can hang kind like he's never he's never uh what's the word for that blown chunks he yeah he's never blown chunks uh with me present ever in fact I might have blown chunks with him but sometimes I blow chunks on purpose because I'll be too full (laughs) oh yeah and that's sad that's that's sad that's not bulimia that's just true so anyway so yeah so now uh, every time I go to the party I'm actually infamous that girl who brings other people who blow chunks on grandma's furniture but it's not my fault he should have moved grandma's furniture into grandma's room or something because I know she's like awesome and you you respect her memory but you it's a party okay like we didn't mean to she didn't mean to but at the end of the day she's like 26 years old I'm 22 she didn't know she was going to vomit. I don't, I don't know. Like you guys, I don't know what to say about that. Like I want to be like, oh, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt. Like you should have, she should have uh, really taken it easy on herself. And, you know, maybe she just didn't know what she was g- about to do. Like maybe she was all the way gone, you know, stuck and, and gone and, and high as hell. But I just, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to be responsible. I am not your mom and I'm 22. You're 26. Like I brought you because I thought you would have fit in more with the older crowd that I'm going to hang out with. So yeah, no, that was not the case at all. I pretty much held her hand. Um, every time we went out to a party that, that it was my idea, my party with my friends. Um, Anyways, that was a funny story. Let me tell you about this last October party. So Dave's birthday party was also a Halloween party, was also other people's birthdays. Um, And costumes are mandatory at his party. And I just, I mean, I don't, I don't wear the costumes. Like I used to not wear the costume because it wasn't mandatory and now it's mandatory and I just don't, I don't care. So I put uh, makeup on my face and I just go roll with it. <clears throat> um, this year on, uh, it was the 19th. That was the first party I went to this year. I painted my face up. I'm not going to tell you what I did. It was just kind of like lame. It, and people kept asking me what I was and I just kept changing the answer. So I don't, I don't really want to say it was, it was lame. It was just face paint. I should have did a clown. A clown would have been more understandable and recognizable. So we went out um, 
Oh my gosh, Dave was the bones bone collector. That was freaking epic. He had like a full bone costume. Uh, like he really collects bones. Like it was all bones on like a shroud, uh, a shawl or a shroud. Very Renaissance costumey, you know, because the Renaissance fair was just ending at that time too. Um, yeah, it was actually very chill. Um, no dabs this time. Same amount of food and and beer and it was just so freaking cool um i had a good time the, some of the funny costumes i saw were mr rogers i saw um, that guy who does those paintings um uh, bob ross it took me a minute bob ross Painting with Bob Ross. He looked really good. It was his real hair, too. Um, <clears throat> I posted a couple pictures on my Instagram of the party of all of us. Uh, there was a lucha, a luchador, El Tigre. And that was my friend there, D. And, yeah, I missed a couple people. A couple of my old friends weren't there, but maybe next year. Um, that's, you know, a staple in my life now. Um, God bless Dave and his party. Thank you for having me, Dave. If you ever hear my podcast. Um, yeah. So then I was actually kind of, you know, tired out from that. So I actually didn't, couldn't really do much the next week after, like after the 19th, I pretty much, I pretty much was laying low, like, it's just one of those recovery things. I I used to be that person who could party seven days a week, nonstop, no sleep. And it's not that I, I, I want to sleep more now. It's just that I have to respect my body um, while I'm still young, even though, you know, I'm still really young. When I was even younger, 19, you know, I could do anything. I was fearless. Um, now I'm just cautious because the shit I'm doing now will come flying back up in my forties. And plus I can party even more when I'm like 70. That's what I'm really looking forward to being so old and being the oldest and the loudest and the craziest in the room with all my other old crazy friends like Dave. And I want to see them there at the end there. So I, you know, it's important for me to take care of my body so yeah I had a chill week and then after that the next Saturday was um the Saturday before uh Halloween and so that was the day I went to an engagement party a birthday party and the Halloween the other legendary Halloween party all in one And I'm glad I did that because at first I was like, nah, I'm just going to go to one thing. I have three things to do. I want to go to one thing. I'm going to go to the Halloween party. And that would have been a mistake. The engagement party, my godfather got engaged to a woman, uh, his girlfriend for a long time. They're old. They're old. They're almost, uh, (laughs) they're almost senior citizens. And I just was so happy. It was so beautiful. It really was a great way to start the night with, um, you know, love and, and happiness and, uh, look for positive vibes, looking forward to the future. It was so, so beautiful and immaculate. The, 
the procession, the way they did the ceremony of, you know, speeches and tributes and, and um, poetry and music and even the food was bomb. So, you know, I took home two plates. Yeah, I took home some uh, flying fish. I took home curry chicken, uh, chickpeas and curry. I took home roti. I took home conkies. I took home everything I could freaking get. Um, if For those of you who don't know what a conky is, it is literally a tamale. It is literally a tamale, but it's just we don't call it a tamale. That is not our vocabulary. <laughs> so then I went to uh, – I, I left – I. The thing is, I left on time for all of these things. It wasn't like I left early. I didn't have to leave early for anyone's anything. Uh, I actually left on time and I arrived on time. And it was perfect that it was all within the same area. Um, I had to come down from Frederick to Moco. All the parties were in Moco, Montgomery County. Uh, for that, I am grateful because Moco is my stopping grounds. I wasn't in an unfamiliar place. I knew everywhere I was going. The first party was in Silver Spring. The engagement party was in Silver Spring. And so then we went from there to the birthday party. That was, okay, so my one of my oldest, longtime best friends from elementary school, Jamie, his mother, uh, she turned the big one, 5050. She's really young. I never realized how young she was. My mom's older. My mom is almost, my mom is 60. My, my mom's basically 60 right now. Um... <clears throat> And, you know, I was so happy for her just to be invited to this. I, I, you know, we haven't talked in a while. He moved to New York. I moved to Frederick. Everyone that I knew from like my life back then, I just really haven't kept in touch with. And it's nothing personal. It's just really that you're in your 20s. You're moving too fast to keep up with uh, friends or family. Uh, So we hadn't talked in a long time. We hadn't even seen each other in a long time. Uh, but, you know, I do have uh, our, our parents keep in contact. That's what the, the main thing was. And I do have them on Facebook. So I see, but I don't really, you know, comment or anything because I'm not really on Facebook either, either to comment. I've, when I'm on Facebook, I'm there to find some throwback pictures of, you know, me so I can post it on my Instagram because I need some for throwback. So this party i posted more videos and, and pictures of this oh my god the birthday party was freaking awesome too this birthday party was held inside of a community center and they tricked this community center out first of all the ceiling of the community center was like 60 70 feet high so it's huge like it is a huge venue they had this huge open bar oh my god they had remy hennessy garvisor like every champagne beer wine liquor you could think of from Smirnoff to to um fireball you know everything was there um every soda everything and oh my god the food oh oh my god the food I took home a plate of just jollof rice and another plate of just goat meat you know like that was how good the food was and how much food there was I got there um and and it had been going for a while but they hadn't done the speeches yet and the birthday singing and all the birthday cake. They hadn't cut the cake yet. So I got there really in good time and everybody was just eating and, and socializing and the food was almost gone when I got there. But then I just see, oh, you know, older women, the elders coming in with pots and pots and pots of food. So it was almost like the never ending, re always permanently refilling plate of food. It was 
awesome. So I was already full. So, you know, I'm already taking plates home like immediately. But then I, I went up, I got up and I danced and I, I got a little something to drink. And then I had more room for food. So I just, I had plates, but I still kept eating. And then I, I ate more and more and more. And, um, I was just so happy. Like that was one of the most beautiful ceremonies, uh, for a birthday I've ever seen this, uh, Sally, uh, Jamie's mom's name is Sally. Sally, she was wearing this beautiful white and gold dress. It looked like a wedding. I was a little confused at first because I really, the way the design of the entire uh, venue was, it looked like a wedding reception. And to me, I, I was like, wow, it's it's almost as if she's marrying herself this year. It's, it's like she's choosing her this year to be the princess, the queen, everything. She is every, like, it was beautiful. Like, she literally looked like an oil painting of a African princess, you know, she just looked great. It was awesome. So, um, amazingly though, she had wardrobe changes and she, so I only got to see one wardrobe change. I now wonder how many there were because she went from this beautiful white and, and gold gilded lace uh, covered ball gown, evening gown to, to an, a green, a bright green, very, um, very African, very, um, the, the, the green is very green. It wasn't dark green, but it was like a Kelly green and it had, it was, the fabric was really shiny. I can't explain it. Uh, I'll have to, you'll have to look at the pictures on my Instagram. Honestly, it was just gorgeous. Um, and it was another ball gown. Mind you, me and, uh, my husband, we are severely underdressed. Um, everybody's wearing a three piece suit and or a ball gown and I knew she was gonna do something crazy so I was wearing a dress but my husband was wearing a jeans and a jacket and you know what I I couldn't be mad at him really because he really was the only young white guy there at both of these parties the engagement party was the only white guy and then at the a birthday party he pretty much was the only white guy by the time we left um, and he was the young, the youngest white guy. Also, there was only two white boys, including him, you know, there's one other person. Um, so I really couldn't say, you know, I, what can you do? People are going to look at him anyways. What can you do? Um, and he had no shame in his game either. So there's that. That's, that's another thing. An unapologetic person is, is who you need to be if you want to be around me. Um, unapologetic in the sense that you are authentically you obviously wrongdoing you know admit your wrongs but uh you don't have to suffer for being wrong you don't have to suffering is on you if you want to feel bad about it but you do have to own your own your wrongs own your rights and and be unapologetically you and that's who we are and we showed up and um <clears throat> had a great time. I reunited with Jamie, reconnected. He's up in Brooklyn and I uh, would love to go visit him. Um funny thing the last time I was in New York, I did see Saturday Night Live uh and I would go back to New York just to do that, but now I have a real reason to go see Jamie and hang out and party. Uh I also went another time I went to New York. I also did go to see no, I went to New York a couple times this year. I went to see my my good friend do a performance. Uh, he was a DJ. 
one of the best DJs from Rock out of Rockville, Space God, uh, Ultra. Space God, you know, he just was one of those underground musicians. He's kind of like a game changer musician for the area. Montgomery County really hadn't been nurturing its kids and nurturing the musical education of a lot of kids. And uh, some people uh, flourished in spite of that. And he was one of them. Uh, one of them with turntables, you know, and a sound kit. <clears throat> anyway, so definitely had fun. Thanks, Jamie, for having me. Thank you, Sally, so, so much. It was probably the best 50th I've ever seen. I now know how it's done. Even though I was at my mom's 50th, my mom did her 50th in a similar way, but it was in our house. So now I see how it's done. And I can only imagine how much, you know, it costs to get married to yourself. <laughs> um, and it was worth it. Well worth it. She had over like 200 people. Easy. It was so many people were there. Jam packed. And there was never ending food. Like, how is it that you have 200 people and never ending food? Oh my gosh. Oh. I'll come back every year just for the jalof. So after uh, that, I actually went to a Halloween party and uh, that Halloween party. Oh, so the birthday party was in Gaithersburg. The Halloween party was back in Rockville. So not too bad of driving around. Actually, it was no traffic. Crazy enough, there was no traffic out and about in Moco. I don't know what happened or where everybody was at, but there must have been like a Chris Brown concert or something. I yeah, so I, I actually got down there and it the party was lit when I got down there. So the part, the Halloween party, I didn't have a costume. It was Noel. Noel has always had the legendary parties, um, in different locations, different times, uh, sometimes canceled, sometimes not sometimes early, sometimes late, sometimes a totally different weekend than the Halloween weekend. And, uh, it was awesome. I, I'm so happy and, and, you know, honored that she continuously invites me to these, you know, private events. All of these events, mind you, are private events. It's not really something that you could just show up if you see it, walk by or bring. You can't really send, you know, like in, in high school, you send one person an address to a party, 35 other people send, uh, receive that and they send it to 35 other people in a group text and all that happens. And then you end up with a rager of people vomiting in your yard. Uh, no, like this is not that at all. Like Noel's parties are always ragers, but they're private. Like she has so many friends and um, she has so many good friends too, mature people. And it's funny because the thing is her parties are always so epic and so big that people find out. So people do get that group text and they do come in and try to get in and crash the party and she kicks them right on out. Oh, she kicks them right on out. And and police never come to her party. Ever. Ever. That's that's what I love. It's my kind of people. <clears throat> and, you know, and they're also, uh, not always, but um, she's uh, older than me. She's got five years on me. That's all. And, uh, you know, her friends are also older. Her age. They're her age, you know. And and they're mature and they have jobs and families and lives. And they, they conduct themselves so as not to be embarrassing to her or anyone or themselves it was awesome it was awesome I mean there were people people were lit there was this one kid who was so lit he just was so so lit I was like because we were all talking about um 
each other we were like kind of just discussing each other like where you from you know what do you do how'd you get down to maryland because a lot of people were from somewhere else a lot of that's what i love also about noelle she knows people who are from everywhere literally every country in every continent every city and so we were talking to this guy uh this guy was from new york and Florida and stuff and and I can't quite recall what I said but I just was kind of like so you guys are you know from different areas you hear he's from Florida and you're from New York and he brought you to Maryland you know that's really awesome and you guys aren't even real biological brothers you guys pretty much are brothers it's really sweet of you to you know be here for him and da 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 and and help him start his new life in Maryland um, and doing it together as bros. And this dude started crying. <laughs> he was super dry. His the other guy from New York didn't start crying. Of course he had Tim's on. He didn't he didn't cry at all. He wasn't really that lit, I guess. But I mean we all were lit, but not like crying because of bromance lit. Uh <clears throat> and the other guy was just like, Yeah, man, I fucking love you, bro. You bro for real you real one and just you know you don't. Even, i didn't even understand him at that point i was just like okay well i'm gonna walk over here and play uh beer pong and i whooped ass i was somebody asked me to play and i was trying not to and i was just like yeah i'm gonna go play now and uh i whooped ass like I, and they were like now now you control the board now we're gonna play everybody else i was like i don't want to play like i don't so i stopped playing i actually went back inside to dance funny thing um I didn't have a costume, but as soon as I got there, Noelle gave me a costume and, and God bless her heart. She gave me a bumblebee costume and it fit like it was super little, like she's super little. It The costume was super little. I was just like, OK, fine. I guess I'm little, too, now. And I was a bumblebee. She was the Mad Hatter. We took a little cute pic. That's also up on my Instagram. And yeah, that's life. I freaking love my friends and, and uh, I love my family, too. And, and um, you know, God bless. Uh, my godfather Elvis and his new uh, fiance. God bless um, <clears throat> Jamie and Sally and Noelle. Uh, absolutely. Like you and everybody um, who I met there were so friendly and foreign and, and different. And, you know, it's just so awesome to get a change of pace and go out and, and meet other people and um, do something wild for once. So that was my Halloween weekend. The day of Halloween, I I pretty much uh, ate a bunch of candy and I stayed home, I think. I don't even remember. I don't know. Like, literally, after going to three parties, because think about it, I went to three parties and I, I, you know, ate a lot, so I wasn't drunk by the second one, but by the third one, I was just, like, full and tired and hurt. Like, I was just like, I've been running around, driving screaming smiling laughing dancing i just did it all today and for the rest of the week of the month uh it is just i was exhausted uh for a full week uh after that and um yeah that's just what how it was that's just how it went i i had a great time at um all those events and you know, thank you so much for having me, everybody. You know, it's, 
I surprised myself because look at me here right now being by myself. Like this podcast, I made this podcast because I have nobody to talk to. I made this podcast for people who are like me who have no one to talk to, um, you know, want to talk about weird, obscure stuff and <clears throat> and just want to, you know, chill out, chillax on a Wednesday and uh, talk about what's going on in in their lives, not talk about politics for once, not talk about sad police brutality for once, um, which, by the way, there's so much of that to talk about. It's just, it's unsettling. So you just want to stop for like a second and just chill and smell the roses and, you know, do something else. Um, and it's weird that I came into this feeling lonely and sad, but at the end of the day, I'm not. I actually have old friends from a long time ago who are still there for me. Um, a lot of them aren't, but I have some. And that is just enough to remind me, like, I don't need somebody to be on my podcast. I don't need somebody to be all the way next to me, every holding my hand every day. Uh, even, even I don't expect that from my husband. I don't. It's That's unrealistic to expect him to be that. Not necessarily not my best friend, but it's, it's unrealistic to expect him to be, like, my girlfriend. Like, that doesn't, that's not what I would want him to be like at all, like. I talk shit. Like, when I'm with my girlfriends, girlfriends, like, when I do the rare times I'm with them, like, we talk shit. And it is not for men. Men are not allowed in the room. Like, like as soon as men hear us talking shit, they talk extra big shit back. So, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of that tonight. Um, I'm gonna go down to, to the pub, catch the vibe. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, it's still early. It's still very early. Still um, waiting on hubby to get back. We're going to go down there, catch the vibe, and then probably catch a movie after um, After that. Because why not? You know, it's Wednesday. So I'm going to, um, let's see. Is What else can I talk about? It's 45 minutes. Oh, fifth, four, 46 minutes. What else have I been up to? Um, yeah, I haven't been up to much, honestly. I Oh, so uh, my brother got engaged. That was weird. Um, and I'll tell you why it was weird. And I don't care about this tea. Like, everybody wants to, like... That's another thing about me. My family is weird. Like, they're all, like, keeping secrets. And they're all private and it's like, nobody cares. Nobody actually does care. Um, people only care when you hide it. So the fact is, if you know, like, it's it's like the Kim Kardashian sex tape. It's like the Paris Hilton sex tape. Like, there was nothing Paris Hilton could do after that really shocked or surprised anybody because she sucked a dick on camera. Like, that's it. So I'm not going to suck a dick on camera, but I'm not going to pretend like, you know, I'm not going to pretend... <clears throat> my family's perfect. My mom was a single mom and uh, raised my brother first and then me. And um, she had me when my brother was 18. So he really was his un his own adult when I was born. He was like a whole separate entity of the family. Like he was independent as fuck. And he always has been. So one thing that happened, he got married. And that came to me as a surprise because... 
I just remember him saying like all the time, like, I don't think I want to get married, like the at all, like girls nowadays, like he's 43. And so, you know what that means? Like when you're like, when you're 43, like you, you are looking to settle down, especially as a man, because when you're 43, you kind of do get up there and you're kind of like, okay, well, I've worked hard my whole life and I've pretty much been able to to do whatever I want I have a little bit of save savings because I have no family no no kids no wife or baby mama and you just kind of turn around and you're like well who am I going to spend my retirement with you know because I'm almost like halfway there to retirement and he would say the women nowadays they're all you know trying to be too young they're acting too childish i don't want to be with somebody forever who's interested in partying every night and you know that's i guess that's who he was meeting and that's who he was interacting with but um he did end end up meeting uh, his girlfriend uh now fiance and i was so happy when he met his girlfriend because he had been single for maybe six or seven years or or more since i'd, I'd known him i don't even know uh, sorry, since I'd known him, wow. No, really, since I, I've known about his last relationship, I don't even know, really, I never kept tabs Um, after a certain point because he just, he always kept telling us. He, you know, we always, not we, but my mom always wanted grandkids and she always expects it to be him to give it to her. Like, he's older, he should have been the one or whatever. And so she was always like, when am I going to get a, a, a daughter-in-law, a grandbaby, this and that, you know, and he, he would just say, you know, like, I, I can't take these women seriously. I can't take these women seriously nowadays. And, you know, that kind of also affected me as a child. Like it, it helped me realize through him, like, you know, you got to be on your A game the entire time. Like you, your life is yours. You have to own it. You have to be a hundred percent all the time. Like it is, if you give yourself less than a hundred percent, you can't give somebody else your hundred percent. Like, like you can't give anybody else anything. Like you can't, you have nothing to offer. If you don't give yourself a hundred percent of your own willpower, your own strength and encouragement, your own bravery to go follow your dreams, then you cannot give somebody else a hundred percent of your time to dedicate to, to love or, or even a fraction of that would be, would be too much and, and different strokes for different folks. So not every relationship, you know, has that hardcore gooey love and not every relationship has they, the people even live in the same state or the same country. So, you know, you just got to know who you're in, in bed with. <clears throat> if 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 that person is a hundred percent themselves already because then next thing you know if they're not a hundred percent they're gonna blame you for their failures and um i think that's really huge right now i i see that a lot um not naming names but i see a lot of people men and women who are holding themselves back but are also in these relationships and using the other person as an excuse to be 
uh, lackadaisical or half-assed when they when they commit to working and, and, and education. Anyways, I'm drinking this coffee. Um, I really like this coffee. We grind our own beans. It's Death Wish Coffee. Uh, we grind the beans, then we drip it, oh my god, through this golden filter. If you make coffee at home, you got to use a gold filter, period. Um, you got to use a gold filter and you have to use your regular filters, both. Use both. And it drips and then we, we make this foam and we put the foam in. And I, I don't know what this is called. I think it's, it's called like a, I think it's called like a white something. A white something. I'd have to look that up. It's just when you put steamed milk and foam in a coffee. Like, I don't even need, I don't even need anything else. Not even sugar. Steam milk in coffee. What? According to The Kitchen, a latte is a coffee drink that is normally made with espresso, steamed milk, and milk foam. Yeah, it's... Cappuccino it... is very similar, but it has a greater percentage of foam milk to steamed milk. A macchiato has no steamed milk added to the espresso, but a little cap of milk foam. Yeah, um, what I'm drinking is actually called basically a flat white. It's called basically a flat white. It's, it's a type of coffee. Coffee. I prefer the flat white. Um, I actually use lactose-free milk, um, or, or I will use the uh, pea protein milk. And the only reason I, I know, look, everybody knows I'm allergic to milk. The only reason I'm able to consume this is because I'm taking breaks. I've been drinking the same one cup of coffee all day and reheating it. And that's a major part of my allergy. Um, another major part is that I can't get it on my skin. So I'm consuming it, but I'm not getting it on my skin. And yes, I get a little bit itchy when I put milk on my skin. And so I do get a little itchy when I drink it, but not as bad as if I was taking a milk bath. So don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. Um, one day it might catch up with me. Like one day, uh, if I'm like 50 years old, I'm like still drinking it. And I just chug a full coffee I shouldn't have chugged. I'll probably feel it. I'll probably go into fucking anaphylactic shock full on. But that's for another time. For now, there's no anaphylaxis on this podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm actually happy for him and his uh, fiance. I'm excited. I, w- I hope it's a destination. I want to go somewhere. I hope it's like in the Caribbean. I hope it- I'm in it. I want to be like in a beautiful gown. I want to look better than the bride. I want to, yeah, I want to be that person. I mean, I'm always that person. I'm always like the best looking person in the room. That's confidence right there. No, it's honestly, it's actually not true. Um, I think it's the the fact is because I don't go out that much. I'm always the best dressed. Like I overdress, um, and that's not my fault. Like I overdress for certain things, but then like things like that birthday party, I was underdressed. Unfortunately, like I was underdressed for the birthday, dressed perfect for the engagement, but overdressed at the Halloween party. 
Um, and that's just how it is. Uh, depending on where I'm at, my outfits make me look good. Like it is really not about being hot or sexy. It's all about fashion and outfits. So uh, one thing I did, and I suggest everybody go and do this. Um, I, I did this immediately after watching that show on Netflix, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. And it's real. What she says in that is totally real. If it does not spark joy, get rid of it. Lose it. Okay. So I went through all my clothes. And my thing is I have spring clothes. No, I have, I have winter clothes and then I have everything else and workout clothes. So for me, I hoard my workout clothes because you can never run out of t-shirts to get sweaty in or, or emergency t-shirts for pajamas and things like that. You can never run out of those. Um, especially, you know, when, cause I work out a lot too. Um, and sleep a lot too. <laughs> but one thing I did, I went through all these like t-shirts that were kind of dressy blouses that I never really liked. I only had them because I figured one day I'll find something to match with it. And I, no, like you get rid of it. Don't throw it away. Throw, give it a goodwill. Get it gone. And so now my closet, I can actually put all my clothes in, in one thing. Like I can actually, I don't have to keep my winter clothes tucked away until winter now. I can. And so I actually downsized to to literally only outfits. If it doesn't have a match, then I'm not going to wear it. So yeah, so now I'm there and I do have, um, eight or I think I have like almost 10. I think I have 10. Uh, one, one had a hole in it, so I probably have nine, but, um, I have 10 of the same pants and among other pants, but I have 10 of the same pants and that, you know, that's a, that's a decision. You know, you, you do that because you know, these pants are universal and I'm actually wearing these pants right now. They are the most comfiest pants. And the reason I bought them was because they were $2 and 59 cents because I had been working at this retail store where they were, um, $4.99 a pop. So when you see like yoga pants or lounge pants or like any pants and they're $4.99 and you're a tall person, skinny like me, you, it's hard to find extra small. It's hard to get long, long pants down to the ground for your legs that so you don't get them chilly ankles. You jump on it. So I bought ten of them, bitches. Okay, and they're serving me well. I mean, they're they're coming up in their um. I would give them all maybe two more years before they get that weird fade on it, like that weird I've been washed too much fade. But no, these are like some of the best decisions I've ever made that the store that I bought it at is called Boscovs. They actually have these pants there all the time. So this season they're going to have a huge black Friday sale. And I highly recommend if anybody's listening, go to Boscovs here in Frederick to get your winter clothes and your summer clothes. Cause the summer clothes are the ones that are going to be on crazy discounts and the winter clothes are already dumb discounted after black Friday. Um, <clears throat> And just after Christmas too, they're crazy. It's bananas in that place. And you'd think they'd run out. They don't run out of anything. I've, I've got to go back in there and just check up on the sales periodically just to look in, pop my head in there. So, um, I'm coming up on an hour. I don't know what else to tell y'all. <clears throat> oh, here's a fun story. My mom, um, my mom had cancer her whole, holy, holy, whole, whole life. Um, yes, actually. Um, 
no, why did I say that? My whole life. So she's had cancer for over 20 years. Um, why did I say it like that? Over 20 years is right. And I had to cope with that. But funny thing is she always would look back, uh, look down on me for smoking marijuana or being around people who smoke marijuana. But she, the thing is she never caught me smoking marijuana. She never seen me put a blunt to my mouth. She never saw me hit a bong. Like she, she didn't even know how to smell it. Like she just, she just would assume and she assumed correctly. Uh, <laughs> so she actually got a job at a dispensary. Which is so fucking ironic because she does not smoke weed. She doesn't like weed. She doesn't care about the smell. She don't like smokers. She don't like people who smoke it. She's, yeah, I mean, also, my mom voted for Trump. Did I mention that? Have I ever mentioned that on this podcast? Um, in case anyone's listening to this and is confused, I am black. Um, I look, I appear black. So that's what I'm going with. I am uh, biracial, however. Both of my parents are two different ethnicities that people just call black. And um, they both voted for Trump. (laughs) It is just unreal to be me sometimes. I voted for Bernie Sanders last time. And this year, you know, I've been so discouraged. I really kind of don't want to vote. But I do know who I'm going to vote for. I'm going to vote in Marianne Williamson. Um, That's what I'm going to leave you guys with. I went over an hour. So the last thing I want to say, if you don't know who she is, Marianne Williamson. She deserves your attention, your vote, your donation. She's the only person who keeps it real. She's the one who actually got the entire Democratic Party to come clean. Um... They, they've been playing the same politics games Republicans have been playing as far as making promises and then not fulfilling them uh, years after years after years after years. I mean, all politics, not just the president's. She, she established a, a hard uh, basis of core values of the Democratic Party that uh, not, not even of the Democrat. That's like totally wrong. She doesn't even want to identify with either group, but she's choosing a popular group, uh, the Democrats, because she knows her values are core concerns of the Democratic populations and constituents. They want the things she talks about. They just don't have anybody right now to choose from. So she, she, forced Elizabeth Warren to get up on the ballot. She forced um, Bernie Sanders to change his words on a lot of things where he was on the middle. He was very moderate. And now he's really gone in and been very direct about his his opinions on certain things like uh, gun control, war, uh, taxing the rich. All of that was not originally Elizabeth Warren. It actually was originally Marianne Williamson's uh protocol to and it's part of a huge huge plan i hope somebody sees her plan hears her plan whoever makes it in the office needs to read her plan uh for america because that's the only one that that could work honestly everybody's plan is flip floppy has holes goddamn don't vote for biden whatever you do you know what go watch the the joe biden town hall that answers why you shouldn't vote for him this man is delirious anyways i'm gonna leave you with that if you're going to vote for an old white person, vote for Marianne Williamson. Um, all right, guys. Chelly out.
Have a good Wednesday night. And tell me about it on uh, Thursday.